Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 171, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So hello everyone, welcome back to week number 35, the last full week that we are going to spend in the Old Testament. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how was your weekend? Oh yeah, it was good Dave. Yeah, oh, I watched another great movie. Okay, so tell me about this one Marv. Okay, so this one was about this really nice, very smart little cow. Well, she had a horrible family, and she went to this school, and the headmaster was this horrible big bull called Trunch. Okay, I see. Yes, so he would have been Trunch the bull. That's right, Dave. So, well, no spoilers, but the little cow finds out she can do some pretty magical things, and she puts old Trunch the bull in his place. Okay, yep, well, that does sound familiar, Marvin. So what was it called? Oh, it was called Mootilda, Dave. Very good. Okay, Marvin, well, it is Monday, and we've got to squeeze in the story of almost the whole Old Testament. Are you ready? Oh, I sure am, Dave. Let's do it. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. Three, two, one. We had creation and the fall, and then Noah, and then the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and circumcision, and God's covenants with them. After 400 years in Egypt, God sends Moses, you had 10 plagues, a Passover, and out into the wilderness for 40 years. They had the Ten Commandments and the tabernacle, then Joshua leads him into the promised land. Then we had judges, then Ruth, and then came the kings. Yes, all first, then David, and it was God's promise to him, and then Solomon, who builds the temple. Yep, then the kingdom divides, we have Israel up north and Judah down south. Yeah, Israel has bad kings, Ahab's awful, and they worship false gods. So God sends Elijah and Elisha, but in the end, they fall to Assyria. Judah has some bad kings too, but also some good ones. Hezekiah is probably the best one, but they also sin. So God rescues them from Assyria, but later they will fall to Babylon. Daniel and his friends are carted off to Babylon. His friends are tossed in the furnace, and later Daniel is tossed to the lions for following God. Yeah, but God shows Nebuchadnezzar, who's really the boss. Then later Esther becomes queen. God uses her to save the Jews from an evil plot. And the Jews return to Jerusalem. They get interrupted, but eventually they rebuild God's temple. But there's still work to be done, and Nehemiah hears that the walls and gates are in ruins. Good work, Marvin. So, the story of the Old Testament in just 60 seconds, not bad at all. Oh, thanks, Dave. So, well, what are we talking about today? Okay, well, so last Friday we heard how Nehemiah prayed to God, confessing that he and his people had sinned, and then asking for God's help. Okay, yeah, I remember. Well, today, Nehemiah, who works for the king, goes to talk to him to see if he might be allowed to do something about what's going on in Jerusalem. Oh, I see. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of what Esther did, huh? Oh, that's good, Marvin. And yes, in the same way, it was pretty dangerous. If the king decided he did not like what you were saying, you could be in real trouble. You might even be killed. Oh, wow. Okay, so who's reading today? Well, today we're back to our old chum, Lydia. Oh, hi, Lydia. Hello. Today's reading is from Nehemiah chapter 2. Wine was brought in for King Artaxerxes. It was the month of Nisan in the 20th year of his rule. I got the wine and gave it to him. I hadn't been sad in front of him before, but now I was... So the king asked me, Why are you looking so sad? You aren't sick. You must be feeling very sad. I was really afraid. But I said to the king, May you live forever. Why shouldn't I look sad? The city where my people of long ago are buried has been destroyed, and fire has burned up its gates. 
The king said to me, What do you want? I prayed to the God of heaven. Then I answered the king, Are you pleased with me, King Artaxerxes? If it pleases you, send me to Judah. Let me go to the city of Jerusalem. That's where my people are buried. I want to rebuild it. The queen was sitting beside the king. He turned and asked me, How long will your journey take? When will you get back? It pleased the king to send me, so I chose a certain time. I also said to him, If it pleases you, may I take some letters with me? I want to give them to the governors of the land west of the Euphrates River. Then they'll help me travel safely through their territory until I arrive in Judah. May I also have a letter to Asaph? He takes care of the royal park. I want him to give me some logs so I can make beams out of them. I want to use them for the gates of the fort that is by the temple. Some of the logs will also be used in the city wall, and I'll need some for the house I'm going to live in. God was kind to me and helped me, so the king gave me what I asked for. Then I went to the governors of the land west of the Euphrates River. I gave them the king's letters. He had also sent army officers and horsemen along with me. Sanballat and Tobiah heard about what was happening. Sanballat was a Horonite. Tobiah was an official from Amon. They were very upset that someone had come to help the Israelites. I went to Jerusalem and stayed there for three days. Then at night, I took a few other people with me to check out the walls. I hadn't told anyone what my God wanted me to do for Jerusalem. There weren't any donkeys with me except the one I was riding on. That night, I went out through the valley gate. I went toward the jackal well and the dung gate. I checked out the walls of Jerusalem. They had been broken down. I also checked the city gates. Fire had burned them up. I moved on towards the fountain gate and the king's pool, but there wasn't enough room for my donkey to get through. It was still night. I went up to the Kidron Valley. I kept checking the wall. Finally, I turned back. I went back in through the valley gate. The officials didn't know where I had gone or what I had done. That's because I hadn't said anything to anyone yet. I hadn't told the priests or nobles or officials, and I hadn't spoken to any other Jews who would be rebuilding the wall. I said to them, you can see the trouble we're in. Jerusalem has been destroyed. Fire has burned up its gates. Come on, let's rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Then people won't be ashamed anymore. I also told them how my gracious God was helping me, and I told them that the king had said to me. They replied, let's start rebuilding. So they began that good work. But Sanballat the Horonite heard about it. So did Tobiah, the official from Amon. Geshem the Arab heard about it too. All of them laughed at us. They made fun of us. What do you think you're doing? They asked. Are you turning against the king? I answered, the God of heaven will give us success. We serve him. So we'll start rebuilding the walls. But you don't have any share in Jerusalem. You don't have any claim to it. You don't have any right to worship here. Thanks, Lydia. So, Dave, well, that meeting with the king, it went really well, huh? That's right, Marvin. In fact, it couldn't really have gone any better. Not only does the king let him leave and head off to Jerusalem, but he also sends letters that will make sure that Nehemiah has everything he needs to get the work done. Okay, yeah. So, Dave, just checking, it mentioned that the queen was there. Was that Queen Esther? Oh, that is a good question, but no. So, this king is the son of the king who married Esther. So some people have said it might be Esther's son, but the king who married Esther had lots and lots of wives, so it probably wasn't. Okay, okay. And then, Dave, there were some more nasty neighbours, huh? Yep, just the same kind of people who had bothered Ezra. Well, they were still at it. One of them was an Ammonite, Israel's old enemy. Remember the people who attacked the Israelites as they left Egypt? Or even Haman, the bad guy in Esther's story? 
Ammonites. But yes, they start making fun of the Jews, hoping that they can discourage them. Yeah, the big meanies. Yeah, they were, Marvin, that's right. And boys and girls, I hope it hasn't happened to you, but there might be times when people make fun of us for following God, for believing in him. They might try to make us feel small and silly. But look what Nehemiah does. He tells them what he knows. He says, the God of heaven will give us success. Boys and girls, together we've walked through thousands of years of God's big story so far. And all the way through, there have been people who thought they knew better than God. People thought Noah was silly for building his ark and following God. Pharaoh thought Moses was silly asking to leave Egypt. Goliath certainly thought David was silly for coming out to fight him. The Assyrians thought Hezekiah was silly for not surrendering to them. The king thought Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were silly for refusing to worship his statue. But with all those people, well, were they silly? Oh no, Dave, they sure weren't. So boys and girls, we can expect people to think we're silly. That's how it has always been. But we know what Nehemiah knew. That the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God who rules heaven and earth, will give us success. So, if people make fun of you, don't let those people make you feel silly. Remember what you have heard, what you know to be true. And, well, welcome to the club. And when you're in a club with Noah and Moses and David and Hezekiah and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and Nehemiah, well, that's a pretty good club to be in. Today, thank God that he has shown you the truth that you can be 100% sure of, that he is the Lord God Almighty, the only God who can save us, and the God, if you have trusted in him, who has saved you. Amen, Dave. And, well, that's about it for today. So we will say goodbye, and tomorrow we'll hear a bit more about what happened with Nehemiah. Okay, yeah, well, bye everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.